0: I'm Damian Bulwa. Today on 5th and Mission, our City Hall columnist, Heather Knight, is here. And we're going to be talking about a story that captured a lot of attention and outrage. Her story about how teachers in California who go out on extended leaves, often for medical reasons, have to pay for their own substitutes. We'll also talk to Richard Shapiro, a physics teacher at Lowell High School in San Francisco. He had a liver transplant and had to pay for his own sub when he was out even though his colleagues had gotten together and donated sick time to him. Heather night, thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: You've written a number of columns that have really touched a nerve. This one went viral. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read the first sentence. Kids at Glen Park Elementary in San Francisco are learning yet again that sometimes life just isn't fair. <laughs> what happened?
1: So I learned from a friend of mine who has kids at that school in Glen Park that a second grade teacher there had cancer and needed to go out on an extended leave for chemotherapy treatments and only learned after she informed the district she needed to go out on leave that she would personally be on the hook for paying for her own substitute teacher. She's battling cancer and while she's off she's paying for her replacement. That is what's happening to a San Francisco school teacher. Money for that substitute is coming out of So my friend, uh, a mother at the school, was shocked, and as was I, um, like, how could this possibly be? And so we looked into it, and um, this crazy state law in the 1970s was passed, which says districts can charge um, teachers who go out on extended sick leave for up to 100 days the cost of their own substitute. And when I did some math, which is not my strong suit, but (laughs) they were trying to say that teachers – the district was saying teachers would get about half their pay and it, it wasn't great, but it was state law and it would be enough to survive. But that's actually not true. If you look at the salaries for San Francisco public school teachers, um, you start at about 60000 Once you take out the cost of a substitute, which um, is $200 a day, plus taxes and everything else that comes out of your paycheck, they actually would make less than $0. Oh, my goodness. So obviously um, enduring cancer while getting paid nothing is no easy feat.
0: I have to tell you that when I saw the budget line for this story, and for people don't, that don't know, in the, in the newsroom, stories are pitched through a, a summary, a budget line that, that, that gets listed for publication. Um, when I saw this, I thought maybe there had been a mistake. I, <laughs>
1: yeah, you would hope. I,
0: um, I, I said, no, this can't be true. Um, that was your reaction as well.
1: Right. I didn't think it could be true, but um, I read the state law. It is part of state law. The school district kept pointing to that, and um, that is how it works. I I have um, relatives and friends who are teachers. I later learned that um, all of my friends who are teachers and have gone out on maternity leave when they have children had the same thing happen to them. They're paying for their own substitute teacher while they're out caring for their newborn babies. And this just does not seem like the way we should be treating teachers in California.
0: Heather, you write that this came about in the 1970s, right, with mm-hmm. a, with an actual state law that says uh, teachers have to do this.
1: Right. So I've since learned um, that apparently it was intended as a benefit back then because some districts were not paying anything to teachers when they went out on sick leave. And so um, the way it's written, if you actually read the education code, which, you know, they're always written in legalese, but it appears to say that districts are obligated to pay at least Your salary minus a sub, but they're not um, prohibited from being more generous. And so um, another issue that's come up is that um, districts and unions can agree to uh, establish a catastrophic sick leave bank, which is donated sick leaves from other teachers around the district that then if a teacher who has cancer or whatever needs additional days they can draw from that, those are not um, subject to paying for your own sub because they're already... Regularly paid sick days given out to other teachers who can donate it. Um, Under state law, if the district and union agree to establish that, you then um, regulate that. You know, they can set up different rules depending on what they think is fair for how many days you can draw down. So it turns out um, some districts around California, including Novato, Palo Alto, and San Diego, will let you draw from that bank before you ever need to do the um, extended sick care where you pay for your own substitute. But San Francisco actually won't allow that. And the district has told me numerous times that they're just following state law, but there's nothing in state law prohibiting them from allowing you to use donated sick days from your colleagues.
0: So why not Why not simply have the district pay for the sub and not deal with any of these uh, <laughs> these banks of sick days? <laughs> they time. could
1: do that, but they're not. <laughs> they could under
0: state law yeah. simply pay for the sub.
1: The state law is the baseline, basically, and there's nothing prohibiting them from being more generous.
0: So is, is it that they want to go back to the negotiating table and make it part of uh, of, of labor deals with uh, teachers yeah, unions?
1: I expect that'll come up in the next go around. The last one a couple years ago focused solely, well, not solely, but mostly on pay because San Francisco public school teachers were paid so little compared to cost of living. So they didn't get into a lot of these other side issues. But I imagine that will come up next time around.
0: And is there any chance that the law will be changed in Sacramento?
1: A couple of state uh, legislators are looking at that, but we've heard no concrete plans yet. I think that it's really up to individual school districts and unions to realize that there's nothing binding them from treating their employees uh, more fairly.
0: Since you reported this piece, it got a lot of national attention. Um, What kinds of things are you hearing from from readers and from teachers and others?
1: Yeah, so I was surprised that it really took off. People magazine picked it up, uh, BBC um, Lester Holt talked about it on the nightly news, was showing pictures of Glen Park Elementary. Their school was surrounded by news trucks for a few days after, after we posted this. Um, so it definitely took off. I think people were like, wait, what? This, this just can't be. Right,
0: the headline causing outrage nationwide. A second grade teacher battling breast cancer in San Francisco, forced to pay for her own substitute. Many parents stunned to learn it's been happening for decades.
1: But, um, I heard, uh, from a teacher at Lowell, that this actually is very true because he went through it himself. Um, I've interviewed Richard Shapiro, who is a physics teacher at Lowell, and he needed a liver transplant a couple of years ago, um, applied for a leave, and his principal um, held a staff meeting and said it would be really great if we could all pitch in to help Richard and donate our own sick time And so the staff did, including teachers, administrators, janitors. They all pitched in 200 total sick days were donated for Richard. And he assumed that that that's what he was going to be paid from. And so he goes on leave, gets the transplant, notices his paychecks are lower than he thought they were going to be. And the district was still charging him for a substitute. So they um, maintained that he had to go for 100 days of paying for his own substitute before drawing on the days that were specifically donated to him.
0: Wow. Well, you talk to Richard Shapiro, and we're going to hear a little bit of that interview coming up next. Welcome back. We've been talking about San Francisco teachers who have to pay for their own substitutes when they go out on extended sick leave. After Heather Knight broke the story, she heard from Richard Shapiro, a physics teacher at Lowell High. He needed a liver transplant a few years ago, and the Lowell staff donated 200 of their own sick days to him. But the district still charged him for his sub. Here's Heather's conversation with him.
2: Well, I'm, my name is Richard Shapiro. I teach physics at Lowell High School, and I've been doing that for the past um, 30 years. And I, I just have a great time doing it. It's a wonderful place to, to be and to teach.
1: And so when you saw my story a few weeks ago about the teacher at Glen Park Elementary who has cancer and was informed that she has to pay for her own substitute while she is out on leave getting treatment, this kind of rang a bell for you. Can you talk about your experience with that?
2: Sure. A few years ago, I was in a similar situation. Um, I had cancer and needed to take a year off for treatment. And um, the the staff, uh, everyone in the staff was very supportive, and they donated a huge number of their sick days to me, with the expectation, based on common sense, that I would receive them. Um, and uh, sometime uh, uh, after I left, I noticed on my paycheck that um, I hadn't received them, and in fact, was getting uh, having my paycheck um, deducted for the cost of a sub. When I inquired about that, um, I was informed that the district um, did not have to give me those sick days that were donated to me, and they cited contractual language, which is true, um, but they also said that their hands were tied because Uh, According to state ed code, that they weren't allowed to give me the sick days donated to me. And, um, subsequently, it became quite obvious that they were lying. And, uh, the state ed code, uh, with, you know, after about a 30 second Google search is quite clear that they are, they are free to, um, allow the transfer of, of sick days to me. But they chose not to do that.
1: Yeah, you're correct. So um, I've been researching this too. There's nothing in the state ed code that would prohibit them from giving you the donated days that were intended for you. And there's other school districts around California that do it the way you assumed it would work, including Palo Alto, San Diego, um, Novato, some others around California. There's nothing prohibiting that. So how does that make you feel knowing you worked for a place that wouldn't even let you take donated Days from your colleagues, it's no skin off their back since they were already giving these sick days out to other teachers.
2: Well, he, the, the, the strangest thing is uh, that they maintained a fiction in, uh, that they weren't allowed to give them to me by 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 law or state aid code, and um, it's it 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 does fit with my um, decades-old perception of, or at least. Relatively recent but old perception of the district, the central office, um, just giving lip service to having any kind of respect for teachers and the job they do. Um, and and I think that this is a telltale sign. I mean, here's a circumstance which doesn't cost them a penny. All sick days are paid for, they're done, they're, you know, they're, it, it's nothing extra. And they, still didn't um, allow me or other teachers to have um, the sick days that were specifically uh, given to them or or tried to be given to them by uh, other teachers in a time of of great need. So um, I think it just gives uh, the impression that the district priorities do not uh, um, include uh, respect for teachers.
1: And I first found out about you and your circumstance because a colleague of yours at Lowell emailed me saying that he had donated days to you that never actually got to you. And I understand your colleagues were pretty frustrated that they gave up sick days thinking they were helping their friend, and yet you never got them, right? So what was the feedback but, you got from others at Lowell when they found out about this?
2: Well, I might add total shock. It was like and, and, uh, and, um, every everyone was shocked. They just couldn't believe it because it just makes no um, and the district still could have, if they wanted to uh, uh, passed those sick days over to me. They, they just maintained that they couldn't that it was against the law. so it, it's it, it's just pretty nutty. I'm, I, I don't even understand where that attitude comes from. and I might add that at the school site it wasn't just teachers, it was teachers, administrators, and even classified personnel who donated sick time. And I might add, in addition, that um, uh, some parents of my students who heard about it, who worked for the city, tried to donate some sick time, and that was blocked um, also. Whereas, it, um, you know, in, in the variety of different parts of city government, say police, fire, muni, uh, and so forth. Uh, those uh, people can pass, uh, voluntarily pass uh, sick days uh, to one another to help out.
1: Right. Um, so do you know whatever happened to those hundreds of days that your colleagues donated? Do you know if anybody else was ever able to use them, or are they just I, sitting out there in the oven? Uh I,
2: I hope that some people were able to use them. Um, I assume they were. Um, I guess the district would have to show an accounting for what happens to those sick days. But they go into something called the, um, catastrophic sick leave bank. And, uh, so then after, um, a teacher uses up a hundred extended sick days in which they, uh, the cost of a substitute teacher is deducted from their pay, teachers then can, um, that, that they, uh, use, uh, some of, I don't know how many, some of the days in the, Sick leave bank and whether they can and how many they can are determined by a joint committee that's uh, both the union and the district are involved in. I don't really know the details uh, about that.
1: So I know you'll be very uh, surprised to learn that the central office staff, including the superintendent, if they were to get a debilitating illness, would not have to pay for their own replacement when they're out on leave.
2: You think I'm surprised to hear that? (laughs) Yes, I know you are. <laughs> that I, that's that's par for the course. And um, what's the only thing that's shocking is that the people who are responsible in the central administration for making decisions, such as uh, the people who prevented me from getting donate, days donated specifically to me, don't seem to have moral qualms about that. Um, situation. Right. It just doesn't even cross their mind like there's might be something a little weird about that. I, I I wonder, do they do you know, did do they uh uh can they draw on the the teacher sick leave bank, the teacher donations?
1: I don't think so. Can uh, non teachers okay they do um pay into state disability which is the reason, but apparently your teachers union has tried to ensure that teachers could do that as well and have been blocked in the past. So
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, I know it's your last day of school and I wish you a very happy summer.
2: Thank you very much.
0: If you want to support work like this by our columnists and reporters, please consider a subscription to The Chronicle. Digital and print subscriptions are available at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Thanks to City Hall columnist Heather Knight for joining us. Thank you to Richard Shapiro, our guest. To Libby Coleman for producing this episode, and thank you for listening.
1: Fifth and Mission is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network.
0: If you like this show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing.
0: You can support Fifth and Mission and the newsroom that creates it with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle.
1: There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.